Good evening. Welcome back to We the People podcast. This is uh, another going to be another good three segments we got for you, but we're going to start off, of course, with the Constitution, and this is Amendment 24, Poll Tax bar- Bard. Section 1, the right of citizens of the United States to vote in any primary or other election for president or vice president, for electors, for president or vice president, or for senator or president, a representative of Congress shall not be denied or abridged by the United States or any state by reason of failure to pay any poll tax or other tax. Section 2. The Congress shall have the power to enforce this article by appropriate legislation. This is another bill that you can see is out there to show that nothing can prevent you from being able to uh, vote. Not even not not even stopping you from being able to vote if you don't pay your taxes. So again, where they keep trying to put this out there to you guys that there's no that there is voter uh, <coughs> that anybody can take your vote take it away from you to be able to go out there and vote. No, it's all in the Constitution. They have it every all of it written in there. Now they even have it to where. You, even if you don't pay your taxes, that still can't stop you from being able to vote. So, people, pay attention to what's in the Constitution. That gives you your right to tell you what can and cannot be done. Quit letting the media and the Democrats lie to you. We'll be right back. Welcome back to We the People podcast. This is the three segments we're going to have for today. American Women Speaks Out About Family Being Held Hostage by Hamas in Israel. Special Counsel Pushes Back on Trump's Bid to Delay Trial Until After Election. And Israel Says It Has Secured Its Boundary with Gaza. We're going to, of course, start off with American Woman Speaks Out About Family Being Held Hostage by Hamas in Israel. Abby Ahn, an American citizen, spoke to the press about her family in Israel, explaining that she is heartbroken after discovering that numerous family members of hers have been abducted abducted by Hamas terrorists. During an appearance on Fox & Friends first on Tuesday, Ahn announced that she had just learned her family members were abducted and taken hostage by Hamas, the Islamic terrorist group who attacked Israel this past weekend. She and her family members were first notified through messages from relatives in southern region of Israel. Ahn continued saying that she has five family members who have been living in Israel for a number of years who are based in Niraz. She said that she was first informed of the tragic news via communication from other family members based in southern Israel. The names of her family members are Ofar, Ofer Calderon, 50, Sarah, uh, Sarah Calderon, 16, Noah Dan, 13, Erez Calderon, 12, and Carmela Dan, 80. Ahn also mentioned that her family has been living 
in the Neroz region for generations and that one in that one of her relatives fathers built the kibbutz literally from her from the ground up they are family oriented they love the land they're deeply deeply connected to Neroz and to this area and to into peace she announced to CBS news Carmela was the mother and grand and grandmother not only to the people in this picture but also or but to the to a much larger community they love this the simple things they love celebrating things they loved where they lived on saturday the politic the particular area was one of the towns in one of the towns invaded by rocket fire land incursions and more in a se sequence of tragic attacks that have killed hundreds of people we last heard from the from them on whatsapp in the middle of the day on saturday on said we got messages throughout the morning that Hamas was in the kibbutz, that there was gunfire, and that that they were in their homes, that they had overturned everything in their house, and that they were afraid for their lives. It was on Sunday that we saw an Instagram on social media, the video of errors in the hands of Hamas, which made us understand that they had been taken captive and that they are being held hostage in Gaza, she added. Juan also ex expressed that the kibbutz has now been completely destroyed. She explained that one of her abducted family members is 12 years old, which is the same age as her own child. On later mentioned that she saw video footage of the 12-year-old being taken away by a Hamas terrorist, saying that the situation is a is a parent's worst nightmare, and that she extremely is heartbroken. I feel heartbroken. On told a Fox News host, I have a child the same age in the other. In the other room, it is any parent's worst nightmare. It is inconceivable that this is happening on this day and at this time in Israel. It is sad that this is taking place to American citizens across over in Israel, where it's just numerous amount of people. It don't matter what age. Hamas is an evil group, and something has to be done. And I'm glad Israel is doing doing something, but the United States needs to step up even more. You have the United Kingdom already said they're going to help out. And like I said, the United States needs to do more because we're the biggest one to, to help out Israel. This should not be allowed at all, not at any point. We finally got to take, take control of this because what we've been allowing so far has come to this point. This is... On the hands of the United States is sad to say because we, President Biden has already said that there's, he's not going to put people onto the, onto the onto the ground to fight. He's it doesn't matter what anything takes place. We've also left like I like I said Afghanistan in the wrong way and left many people behind. We're allowing China to do, again fly a balloon over the United States all the way across the United States and maneuver in any direction and now here we are another situation where now you have Hamas uh, causing war with Israel and we need to find so good complete strength to let the rest of the world know that no we are not going to allow this
Maybe this was said, but this is what's actually going to be done. We'll be right back. Welcome back to We the People podcast, where our next segment has to do with special counsel pushes back on Trump's bid to delay trial until after election. In response to former President Donald Trump's request to postpone his trial until after the 2024 election, special counsel Jack Smith said that there is no credible justification for for doing so. This particular case revolves around accusations regarding Trump's alleged mishandling of sensitive information. The defendants make numerous allegations regarding their access to classified discovery arising from the status of secure facilities, their clearances, and other considerations. Most of the allegations are inaccurate or incomplete. Collectively, they are misleading, Smith's office said in the court filing on Monday. According to the documents, prosecutors claim to be aware of the reasons why Trump is said to have illegally retained a vast amount of national security material after leaving the White House. And they also claim that some of the data was much more critical than they had first thought. That the classified materials at issue in this case were taken from the White House and retained at Mar-a-Lago is not in dispute. What is in dispute is how that occurred, why it occurred, what Trump knew, and what Trump intended to intended in retaining them. All issues that the government will approve at a at trial preliminary with unclassified evidence, the filing says. Whether the highly classified document Trump retained at Mar-a-Lago contained national defense information is a fact Trump can try to dispute, but it will hardly be a centerpiece of the of the trial. It added, the government made the statement in response to Trump's legal team's argument that the trial must be postponed since the most sensitive papers, which call for security clearance and a secure location to be read, have not been examined. The majority of the documents, according to the prosecution, are already available to Trump's legal team. However, a small subset of them are allegedly so sensitive that they cannot be kept in a standard SCIF or sensitive compartmented information facility and must instead follow enhanced security protocols for their transport, review, discussion, and storage. The special measure documents constitute a tiny absent Upset of the total array of classified documents involved, which it, which is itself a small su- subset of total discovery produced, Smith's filing claimed. The filing makes no mention of how, when, or why the categorization was charged. According to the prosecution, the government is attempting to construct a facility facility in Florida that is safe enough to hold the records, but in the meantime, with appropriate notice, those documents can be carried 
by qualified control officer from the intelligence community to a SCIF in the South Florida for defense inspection. Trump's legal team asserted in their de declaration that he had not yet had a chance to evaluate any of the evaluate the records for himself, but Smith brief suggests that the claim is a red hearing. Smith's team is not aware of any request by Trump to personally appear or to inspect any of the documents, a request upon which the necessary arguments to do so can and will be made in whatever delay there has been to date in Trump's person personal review of the classified materials the seven months that remain before the trial is more than an ample time for him to do so it said a justice department official claimed that trump attorney certified the last year that all records with secret markings had been returned isn't that crazy how you see this with trump that was the president of the united states is in court for this well the exact same thing you can say and the man was not the president of the united states he was only the vice president and only a senator is only it's only being done as an investigation and he has to just talk to him as the as president biden while one's going to trial and another one is only is only being questioned how is that when the president has the right to declassify information I mean, seriously, the president has the right to declassify information. The president of the United States, Donald Trump, is the former president of the United States. Biden was not and is not a former president of the United States. At the time that he took the documents, he was a vice president, does not have the right to declassify anything. He was a senator that took information, took top secret information, does not have the right to declassify information. Only the president of the United States has the right to declassify information. And, to, and here we are. You have Trump going going to trial for this for the for this for this, while another individual that was only a senator and only the vice president, nothing's really being done to him except being questioned as how he housed it. How is how does that take place? How does one that has the right is going to trial? How does one that does not have the right to declassify anything and was not in the position to be able to do it? Nothing is really being done to him. How do we do that in the United States? How do we have a two-system justice? Isn't it supposed to be one justice? But yet you got Mayor Garland keep saying that, oh no, we're a one-system one justice. How can you say that when we can specifically see with our own eyes and our own ears that it's not? How can you think that people are that naive in the United States, the, the American citizen that provide you your paycheck provide you your job and you're gonna lie like that that is ridiculous is stupid that's why i say people you have to speak up you have to protest it's your right it's in the first amendment they work for these people that are in government positions work for you they do not they do they do not do whatever they want they work for you each and every American here, whether if you voted for them or not, they work for you. They still have to listen to you. 
It's the way it works in the United States. People, please see that. Speak to them. Leave messages to them. Leave messages to the president. Leave messages to your senator and, and congressman. Leave to your local, even your local government. Do the same thing to them. They work for you. They just don't get voted in and then do whatever. We'll be right back. Welcome back to We the People podcast. This is the third and final segment for tonight's episode. It's uh, Israel says it has secured its boundary with Gaza. Four days after Hamas terrorists invaded the nation and started an onslaught that has already claimed the lives of over 1,000 Israels, the Israelites, Israel said that it has restored control of its border with Gaza Strip. Israel airstrikes on the Gaza Strip has been ongoing with Palestine authorities saying that more than 800 people have been killed. The battle between Hamas and Israel is in its fourth day. Israel defense forces are currently working to fulfill the government's vow to track down the militants and escalate its offensive in Gaza. The Palestinian territory government by Hamas governed by Hamas, with an estimated population of 2 million. On Tuesday, reported visited the village of Kafar Gaza, which is near the Gaza border, where a violent scene was carried out by Hamas. Israel soldiers have just begun to process the recovering the, recovering the bodies of residents who were brutally killed. According to soldiers on the scene, Hamas forces entered the villages, the village settling, setting homes ablaze and taking the lives of families. An Israel officer who spoke to the press reported that some of the deceased individuals have had also been beheaded. One Israel military leader char characterized the conflict as a massacre. You see the ba you see the babies, the mothers, the fathers in the bedrooms and their protection protection rooms and how the terrorist kills them. Maj General Major General Eddie Verev said it's not a war, it's not a battlefield, it's a massacre, he he added. Bodies of Bodies of Hamas militants were reportedly found at the site, along with Israel residents. Israel has ordered a comprehensive blockade on Gaza with the Defense Minister Gallant stating that no supplies, including food, gas, electric, electricity, will be permitted into the dense, densely populated area. Israel has also initiated the call-up of 300,000 reservists. Israel Prime Minister ben ben Benjamin Netanyahu emphasized on Monday that the campaign against Hamas is in its early stages. If Israel carries out bombing on Gaza, Residents without prior warning, Hamas has asserted that they will retaliate by executing 
captives. U.S. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby expressed concern regarding the whereabouts of several Americans who are cur currently unaccounted for. After speaking to U.S. officials, President Joe Biden disclosed that at least 11 Americans have lost their lives in the ongoing warfare. It's kind of weird how you got Hamas trying to dictate on to let them know when they're going to bomb. I'm sorry, did you let Israel know that you were going to go ahead and behead women and children and families and destroy their homes and destroy destroy villages in the southern part of Israel? Did you let Israel know that so that way they could have the opportunity to evacuate people? No, you did not. So why is it that you think that Israel has the right to go ahead and give you that information? Why? So that way you can put citizens in that area so that way they can't do anything and so that way you can get away the ones that created it? That's, what, that's what's sad. That's what a coward does. A coward does that and um, does malicious acts on killing innocent people. They're the ones that are turning around and saying, we want to know when you do this so that way we, or else we're going to retaliate. No, you're not. You just want to know so you can get escape and also put innocent men, men, women, and children in that area so that way you can say, look, look what Israel did. They killed these people. No. Let for Israel, just keep doing what you're doing. For the United States and Joe Biden, step it up and start to get the get the Americans out of there, and and also start to start have ground forces on the ground with Israel to get rid of Hamas and do it quickly. Because as you can tell, Hamas is not that great. They're just a bunch of cowardice people. And how do you take care of that? You get rid of them. How do you do that quickly? Use the most powerful uh, military in the world, the United States, to help out Israel. That's what should be going on right now. We should be do be doing a doing a, an offensive, helping out Israel, not just uh, giving aid, like they keep saying that they're doing, but send troops there. Show strength. Show the rest of the world. This is not what we're going to stand for. Show the rest of the world. You do you do on, we will be there to do to you what you do to others. That's what America needs to do. That's what America needs to say. Show strength so that way it's not done anymore. Show strength so that way they'll back off. Because all these countries, all they are is cowards. It's just the only reason why they're doing what they're doing right now is because we've already said... Our president already said he's not going to put troops on the ground. He's not going to, in his during his administration, he's not going to have war during his administration. Well, what are you saying? So anybody can do whatever they want. You ain't going to do nothing about it. You're just going to let it be. And that's what's going on. So put some strength out there so that way these cowards will stop because they ain't going to do nothing. They're cowards. Each and every one of them. You got Russia, China, Iran, the Hamas. They're all cowards. Every one of them, every one of every one of these countries, and even they're all cowards when it comes to hearing when the United States is going to do something because they know how powerful we really are. Just take the information for yourself, use it, make yourself informed, quit listening to the lies. I just want to say thank you to your to my listeners. God bless you. God bless 
this great nation of America. God bless Israel. Be on their side. Let's continue to help them. God bless our men and women that serve in our military. The men in blue, well, the men and women in blue, our EMT and the doctors and uh, nurses and the fire department. Good evening, good night, and see you on the next one.